Welcome everybody to the Split Six Podcast, the podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I'm your host, Nick Wagella, and I'm joined by a very special guest tonight, someone who started this podcast with me, who hasn't been on in oh, way too long. It is Brian Nyson. Welcome back. Good to be back. Sorry How- I've been away. Hey, no worries, <laughs> man. No worries. How's it going? Oh, it's going great, man. New year. Uh, you know, just turned 24, having a good time. Oh yeah, happy birthday, by the way. Sorry Thank I couldn't you. make it to your party, but it, uh... It's alright, you were there. You have a birthday coming up, don't you? Uh, yeah, actually, next next Tuesday. There we Six go. Six days away. Don't remind me. I don't want to be 27. <laughs> Once you turn 27, you officially, there's officially a... lose health insurance. Yeah, and there's a there's that club, but... Oh yeah, the 27 club. Yep, yeah. I plan on being a part of it. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, well, Brian, uh, we're really glad to have you back. This is uh, exciting for me. Um, not many people that are on this podcast are really versed in all three topics like you were when we first created this thing. Right, but it's been going strong. You know, the brand is strong with Split Six, so you've been carrying it. We've been, I've been splitting six, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's been, can you believe it's been almost a year since we started this? It's kind of nuts. Like, yeah. what, what is it, three more weeks and it's been a year? Because we started the week after the Super Bowl. Damn. Yeah, I remember that because the first episode was up in uh, upstairs when right, we were talking yeah. about the Super Bowl and how it was the greatest Super the Bowl ever. The first episode was unreleased. If I can still find yeah. it on my computer, I think I'm going to release it wow, on the year anniversary. Wow, that's insane. Yeah. Damn. Because I, I, I would just be funny to see how uh, everything's changed from for one sh- year. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm sure the first one was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were both just sitting side by side on a, at the desk just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Now we got boom poles where you got two it's, microphones rolling. We got spit guards or pop filters, whatever they're called. It's you know, amazing. And it's... we've got room to grow. But let's get into what we're drinking tonight. Um, Brian is abstaining from drinking because he is a better man than I am. <laughs> For now. <laughs> but tonight we are drinking a beer by Oddside Ales. It is called Paranoia. It is an Imperial Indian or India Pale Ale IPA. Brian, um, why don't you describe what it looks like? It's got these, it's a black label with these gnarly, uh, gnarly eyes just looking at you. They, uh, they look kind of sketched out. You could say they look paranoid. You could say that. I think, <laughs> I think R.I.P. Chester Bennington would say that. That was his name, right? There was a song by Linkin Park called Paranoid. That was supposed to be a joke. Didn't turn out. Well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to crack uh, this open and I'll tell you guys it tastes like a two-hearted. <laughs> Give me two seconds. Okay, does not taste like a too hard, but it's definitely an IPA. It tastes got that hoppiness, bitterness. Tastes a lot stronger. I did look it up because it doesn't say on the label probably because it doesn't want you to know. But it is a nine percent beer. Yeah, I feel like Oddside never has the alcohol percentage on their labels, and I'm pretty sure that's against the law. Like you have to show the <laughs> alcohol percentage. Oh, they do actually. Oh, there we go. <laughs> My bad. It does say it right here. I think I think Odd I had side, selective reading and hey. uh, just wanted a high percentage beer. <laughs> hey, there we go. Um, but yeah, it's good. Um, the beer we had better, much better than the last couple beers we had last week. Oh, I got I got kind of sick because something about blueberry flavored beer is not uh. good. And then the year before that was Dirty Bastard, oh, which I is love, another high percentage. Love that one. I'm just not that into stouty beer or that's a stout, right? Uh. Scotch, Scotch ale, okay. Scotch. yeah. Anything I mean. that's like, I don't know, like milky, unless, yeah. it, unless it's Guinness, 
I don't, I don't really <laughs> like Guinness. It. Guinness is like <laughs> light milk, like milk light, like yeah, like nah. skim milk. Yeah, it's it's like more malty kind of like. <laughs> yeah, I feel what you're getting. Just give me those IPAs with those cool labels, and that's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> but we have a lot to talk about tonight, and I'm super pumped to dive into everything. Um, <clears throat> oh, I, I I started that transition a little early. We still have about. Looks like 30 seconds to kill. Um, mm-hmm. We got the pistons on the background. Got the pistons on in the background. Watch that air ball. Watch that air ball. I can't see the TV. If the <laughs> We're going to get a round table soon, and it's going to be great because I can sit on the other side and watch the TV, actually, because I face the TV's behind me, so I have to like... Yeah, you got like three tables in here, but it's, really a, it's a dope setup. Yeah, we're getting like rid it. of some of them. We're getting out of here. Beer number one. Sports. Okay, so we just finished the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, and that is the definition and the reason we watch football. <clears throat> Did you watch it? Oh, yeah. That was in some, like, well, the finale of the weekend was bonkers, Well, we'll get to that. Yes. Uh, first game was Philadelphia hosting Atlanta. I thought Atlanta was going to win. Same here. They probably should have won. Yeah. But, you know, Julio Jones can't catch the ball. <laughs> you know what they say about Julio Jones? The guy just can't catch. Right. That's that's his flaw. <laughs> no, it seriously is. He cannot catch it in the red zone. And it has been a it has been a thing all year for fantasy, at least. I remember that. Yeah. I didn't, I, uh, I didn't have him on my team, so I didn't really pay attention to what he was doing. But I know he had a... Had a down year. Yeah. It, and I really like that guy. He, I had him, bef- like, I think year before. but Right. Atlanta did not get to fulfill their dreams of repeating the Super Bowl with New England like some people thought, probably. I mean, Philadelphia pulled it out despite having Nick Foles as their quarterback. I mean, Nick Foles is not terrible. He, he had that year where he threw, what, like 28 touchdowns and two interceptions? Yeah, that was insane. <laughs> I don't know if they, they probably will never be a year like that again. Um, Seven touchdowns in a game, but that is an anomaly. That is, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what happened <laughs> because Nick Foles is not that good of a quarterback. Like the Eagles would have won by more than what was it like four points or something? Yeah, but the Eagles are good, good, good for Philadelphia because they haven't been good in a long time. The last time they were good was like right when I first started watching football back with McNabb and oh yeah. Uh, Brian Westbrook. Remember those guys? Yeah. Uh, Forgot about Brian days. Westbrook. Where's you he know, at? it took me so long to start calling Russell Westbrook actually Russell Westbrook, because <laughs> I kept calling him Brian Westbrook. <laughs> Damn. I forgot about that guy. Do you think uh, Philly would have had an easier time if the if Carson Wentz was healthy? Oh, yeah. I think Philly would be in the Super Bowl. Wow. Well, I mean, they still have a chance to be, but, yeah, I would have picked Philly, and I would pick Philly next week. Um, which I don't think I'm going to do. No. I mean, I yeah. But yeah, Philadelphia advances. Good for Philly. They get to host another game. Trust the process. Um, but the thing with Philly is even if they win the next week, they're not beating either of the two teams in the AFC. Damn. You think? No. <laughs> not with Nick Foles. <laughs> Philly's not going to – I don't think they're going to beat the Vikings. Out of all the four quarterbacks left, I think Nick Foles might be the worst. I mean, and, and and I know Blake Bortles is, but he's playing pretty good right now. Yeah. And Nick Foles didn't play that well. He just has a great. And team. he has uh, what's that kid? 
uh, Leonard, uh, is that his name? Leonard, Leonard Fournette? Yeah. Yeah, for Blake Bortles. Yeah, team. That, yeah, that dude's insane. Yeah, Philly doesn't really have a running back. They have Jay Ajayi who Well, they have Jay Ajayi, but he fumbled like twice. Yeah, in the who's, game. Don't they have a... Oh, LeGarrette Blunt. Yeah. I hate LeGarrette yeah, Blunt. Yeah, he sucks. Whatever. What a bum. Didn't he have like a sick year last year in New England? Now he, in this year right. he had like one or two touchdowns. That's that's because the Patriots are something else. Yeah. <laughs> they make they, they. It seems like they actually try, and everyone else just casually tries. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us to our next game: uh, Tennessee at New England, the uh, most boring game of the weekend. And yeah, anyone that said because plenty of people told me like if you want to pick an upset this week, you might want to pick on Tennessee. I'm like no. That is, that is <laughs> when Tennessee scored the first touchdown, I was like, oh, shit, we got a game. That's because it was an awesome grab by Corey Davis, <laughs> uh, one-handed. Like, love Corey Davis, but... He's a Western boy, right? Yeah, Western yep. Michigan grad. Uh, I mean, the, the Titans, I I think, uh, underperformed this year for what the talent they have in that roster. Yeah. And I'm... Well, we'll get to that in a second, but the Patriots prevailed. Uh, I didn't watch the second half of that game because I didn't need to. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but, you know, Tom Brady doing things that he, he is he is setting records, I'm, but not just setting records. He is shattering all records. I just couldn't believe that they left him in, like that he played it all in the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah I know like, Gronk didn't, right? I don't think so. Well, Brady's but, unbreakable. Yeah, it's like, damn, why don't you just sit him? Like, he doesn't <laughs> need to play. Right. He's still throwing touchdowns in the fourth. or It's unnecessary. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're going to be an, an impossible team to beat, <laughs> and they're going to win again, but we'll see. Um, yeah. So at the Tennessee Titans actually – parted ways with mike malarkey yeah and after i thought they were gonna extend his contract they said they were but like oh if you're a tennessee fan be so thankful that they did that i think it's the first time ever a coach that's won a playoff game maybe the second time has been fired after winning a playoff game because they won the first week and then he's fired the next week Damn. which is kind of bizarre but i mean they shouldn't have won that first game the only reason that they beat the chiefs is because the chiefs were stupid and stopped running the ball. <laughs> and Marcus Mariota did something that has only happened twice in the history of the NFL, which is throw a touchdown pass to himself. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, that won't happen again for 20 years. <laughs> Damn. Um, but, yeah, they need a new system because they have Corey Davis, rookie wide receiver, Richard Matthews, who's not a rookie, but he's a solid, he's at least a solid number two. Yeah. They have DeMarco Murray and Derrick Henry, two uh, pretty good running backs. I mean, Derrick Henry run the Heisman. DeMarco Murray has led the lead in rushing if, uh, at least once. DeMarco Murray didn't play that game, did he? No, no, yeah. no. But even when he was playing, they were just underperforming all year. And yeah. they have Marcus Mariota, one of the young quarterbacks stud. with problems. He's a stud. Right, but there's something wrong with that offense. And they were supposed to have one of the best lines in football. But their line underperformed as well. Um, but, yeah. So, Tennessee... Hire the right coach. I'm I'm hearing maybe Josh McDaniels, unless That's, he's gonna go to the Colts. Can't go wrong there, I don't think. Yeah, I heard Colts, but uh, what do you think about Josh McDaniels? He was coaching your boy Tebow back in the day. Dude, uh, somebody was telling me the other day <clears throat> that he wasn't the coach when um the Giants beat the Patriots twice in the Super Bowl. Correct? He wasn't. No, no. I don't. I don't think he was. Yeah, and somebody was telling me like that he would have 
We're talking assistant coach, like offensive coordinator. Yeah, yeah. So Sony was telling me that that offensive line wouldn't uh, let Brady get destroyed by the Giants the way he did. Mm-hmm. So I think that dude's due to uh, to change your team. And I would like uh, if he goes to the Colts, that's gonna be sick. Right, Andrew Luck or, ten- back. or even Tennessee. Yeah, that, Tennessee is much built built much more for success than the Colts are. The yeah. Colts have the better quarterback, but do they? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> if, if I mean, I'm if, just thinking about that now. Andrew Luck hasn't played in like two years, right? <laughs> you know, they just they were already crowning him elite though before that. But you yeah. know, who knows how this injury is going to affect him? If you have to go overseas to get stem cells injected into you, there's probably a problem. Damn, I did not hear about that. That's I'm pretty crazy. sure he did that, and I know Peyton Manning did that too. It turned out okay for Peyton Manning. Well, he won a Super Bowl, but did he play that well? No. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, uh, yeah, and Josh McDaniels, the only coach ever to win a playoff game with Tim Tebow as quarterback. Come on. Dude, you talking that about the one against the, is, the Pittsburgh Steelers? Yeah. The the one play? Just just the first. I was I remember watching yeah. it because it's the first year with the new overtime rules where if you, like, kick a field goal, you, you still get to play and it's not just over. Yeah. I'm, like, excited. I'm, like, watching, like, oh, yes, come on, let's kick a field goal and see what happens. First play, touchdown. Tim Tebow to Demarius Thomas. Yeah, that was amazing. And then uh, that was when John Elway was like, yeah, this is our quarterback going forward. Then they get yeah. <laughs> Peyton Manning in the offseason and right. end, of, uh, end of Tebow time. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think well, I think Tebow had one more year and just didn't do well because yeah. they wouldn't have fired McDaniels because they got uh, Peyton Manning, you know? Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so McDaniels likely moving on. So is Patricia, but we'll get to that later. Um, next game of the week was the uh, what was the next game? Steelers oh, yeah. Jags. Yeah, yeah, yeah Steelers yeah. hosting the Jaguars. Uh, one of the second best game of the weekend. I didn't even get to watch that one. Oh no, it was pretty. Yeah. At, at first, it was weird. The Jaguars went up twenty-one zero, even though they were not favored. Um, they weren't favored. No, the Steelers were favored. Damn, by, didn't they beat the Steelers? Like, yeah blew him out earlier right. in the year it shows how much a quarterback means to a team because vegas usually gets these things right and they probably they were they weren't right but uh they were closer than what the first quarter showed because the first quarter they were up 21 zero yeah the steelers ended up coming back and blake bortles played like a normal quarterback not like <laughs> a uh, terrible <laughs> <laughs> terrible disgrace for that position but uh the jags won yeah, uh it's true that they defense did win. is for real yeah i uh that's i don't want to get into the picks yet but um i really don't really fool i really like them against uh them them boys in boston <laughs> i really do man i just that defense um just from the highlights i saw it's kind of insane Right, like, and they've been playing like that all year. But the thing is, that defense did give up forty-two points. That's true. Which is a lot of points. That's to give up. true. Uh, but a lot of them work because, like Ben Roethlisberger and Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell and Martavius Bryant are all very, very good skill players. Yeah, and they shut them down. <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> they, they they shut down Bell, didn't they? What did he do? Uh, I don't know if he scored, but he definitely had big plays. Yeah. The thing is, they outscored them, which is something. Yeah. Though the defense did take a touchdown back, which 
you yeah, know, didn't he throw the game. Didn't he throw that? When did he throw the pick? I don't know. Probably one of those stupid fourth down calls that Todd Haley likes to do. Who is fired, by the way? The offensive coordinator for Pittsburgh got fired. Uh, was or, that when was that? Uh, it was today. Not, maybe not fired, but like his he contract left. was up, so they didn't renew him part of ways. Did they? Uh, did they franchise tag Bell? They well, they can't yet, but they said they're going to. Is he going to retire? He said he's going to retire. <laughs> Or hold out the entire like, season. I knew, like, no, I, but no, he won't. There is no way they're going to win that game when that dude's tweeting, looking forward to playing the Patriots. Like Someone was tweeting that? Le'Veon Bell was. Really? Yeah, he's like looking forward to round two. We got two round twos coming up. Wow. So like round two against Jacksonville, then round two against oh, oh, okay. Patriots. Well, that's a little different than saying, like, looking forward to playing the Patriots. Like, at least he's acknowledging Jacksonville. Yeah. Like, you should be confident, and I agree with that. What I don't think should have came out is, I don't think I don't think that it should have came out that Pittsburgh is going to franchise tag Le'Veon Bell right before their game. And then Le'Veon Bell saying that he's going to retire if they yeah. like, <laughs> What is this noise? What's the point of that? That's stupid. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I'm, not, I'm Like, I'm just happy that a new team one yeah like it's not the same like that's why i was rooting for tennessee even though they weren't gonna win it's like yeah like oh yeah everyone's rooting for tennessee because you know it's just we're tired of the same old thing so you know three of the three out of the four teams that are left have never won a super bowl and it will stay that way wait 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 three out of the minnesota has minnesota even been to one they've been to one i know I I pretty sure I don't think they've ever I thought won. Thought they though. have won one. But... I heard that stat. Three of the four teams have never won a Super Bowl. That, and that's weird. Like I obviously Jacksonville hasn't. Mm-hmm. But I thought, damn. Yeah, I would have thought like Philly or Philly's been to like, well at least that one. <laughs> that one. one against, <laughs> that was against the Patriots. Yeah. It was against Tom Brady. Yeah. Was that with Donovan? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Damn, man. But uh. Yeah, so the next game was Minnesota hosting New Orleans. Craziest game. Like, might be, and this is not even a stretch, the craziest game of football I have ever watched. Like, the only thing that rivals it is the Super Bowl from last year. Yeah. But this was even, this had even a bigger moment in it. Like, the Super Bowl from last year, they meticulously and strategically tied it up, the Patriots did, and forced it overtime, and then just slowly drove down the field. Yeah. This game, it was hopeless for Minnesota. Walk-off. Well, first of all, Minnesota starts off going up like 17-0. Yeah, 17-0, then second half, Drew mm-hmm. Brees comes out. Again, I wasn't rooting for New Orleans. Like, I like Drew Brees, and uh-huh. that Camara kid's insane. But I was Love like, Alvin Kamara. I was like, fuck, let's Super get... Camario. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. But, uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, let's get a... Let's get this Case Keenum guy in, and I can't wait. I till... just hate the Vikings, though. But I just can't wait till it's like Case Keenum's ready to go, and then that Coach Zimmer's just like, you know what? I just really love Teddy, so I just want him to play. <laughs> I can't wait till <laughs> uh, the Giants sign Case Keenum to a big contract next year. Don't draft a quarterback and ruin the rest of their franchise. Because <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's not the Giants, but someone's gonna do that, and. Case Keenum is not good. He's yeah, dude. the benefit of being on a great team. Zimmer hates him. He like, should. Z- Zimmer just... just doesn't even... He's like, well, he's like getting me results, so I can't really like bench him, There's but fuck do. that guy. He's not, <laughs> he's not Jim Harbaugh over there, and he can't just bench Alex Smith while he's in his prime to start Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But that was a good move. It was. And, <laughs> and so would be benching Case Keenum. Maybe not now, but like a little earlier in the season it would have been. You know, to start Teddy or Sam. I think those are two those both those quarterbacks are better than Case Keenum. Uh yeah. I, uh, I wanna say yeah, but you haven't seen Teddy play in a while and Sam Bradford is I don't know, kinda They're both the, the, the Teddy and Sam are the same. They're good, just I mean, do they have knees? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is their leg about to be amputated? I don't know. I can't answer that. Case Keenum has knees. <laughs> so, therefore, he can play. I get what you're saying. Well, let's talk about this. Uh, this what happened. Game? If you missed it, if you Go missed ahead. the game, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> uh, why don't you break it down for us? So, yeah, they're down 17 nothing. The Saints are, and they come back. And I think they took the lead for a minute. Was it tied at one point? It was actually I don't know if it was ever tied because someone always had the lead because of like a, yeah, a missed extra point or something. Right, there was no, a missed uh, there's a missed field goal by yeah. the Vikings. Kyle Forbath. Yeah, which would have made the lead Ky- like six. Kyle Forbath, by the way, guy looks fucking weird. Yeah, <laughs> that's a he's got a weird name. Yeah, <laughs> K A I or something. His, his facial features fit his name. <laughs> <laughs> We're not judging. I think, I think but... he's from Middle Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Master Forbath. All respect, Kai. You're you're one of the great kickers, but yeah. But you missed a kick inside a dome, so right. You, what are you, Blair Walsh, dude? <laughs> I that's the thing. Like when when it was coming down to it, like if they were gonna get out of bounds, I'm like this. He's not gonna make. If they have Tell to kick the field, final play, yeah. I was mm-hmm. like, if they're in field goal range, he's not gonna make it. Like I got this feeling. Yeah. The Blair Walsh Seattle game. The curse. Yeah. So. Oh my god, it is so insane. Like Yeah, so the 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 Saints kicked the field goal to go up by two with uh like thirty seconds left and they had to Case Keenum had the ball at the twenty five. Case Keenum and the Vikings. They move it moved a little bit. Adam Thielen made a great catch and then it's like okay, there's like ten seconds left. This and they is, this use is their final it. timeout. Mm-hmm. No the timeouts. Saints the Saints used their timeout too before yeah. like they were about to snap it. Yeah. And then Case Keenum drops back, wasting time, looks, sees Stephon Diggs open, throws it to him, and then, what is it, Mar- something Williams? Oh, the rookie, yeah. yeah. Rookie uh, safety, last man, just timed that hit. Just, like, horribly missed. <laughs> missed totally. Hit it, his own player. If he did that a second... Like, all he had to do was hug the guy and, and yeah, stand if him he, up, if and he, everyone else would have been there tackling with him, and he would have stayed in bounds. If he didn't go for that... Knockout Hits, hit. Yeah. But it, it, even if he timed it like a second later, he would have made contact. But So, so Stefan Diggs grabs it, sees no one's in front of him, runs it to the end zone as Titan expires. First ever walk-off touchdown in a playoff game, I believe. I've, yeah, I've never seen anything like that. <laughs> it like so hits, gnarly. Like. Honestly, whoever is working at... Uh, what 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 is that stadium called? Oh, fuck. Um, is it like USA Bank or US think, Bank? We, yeah, whatever the Minnesota Stadium, USA Bank Stadium, they timed it perfectly with the explosion sounds once he crosses that goal line. And can you imagine being a Vikings fan that's never won a Super Bowl, that's been bad for so long? Like, not, not, not like Lions long, but <laughs> just bad for, like, not good for a while. And then that, you think every, all hope is lost because you got 30 seconds to kick a field goal, you know? Yeah. Um, and then imagine the euphoric eruption 
of joy once Stefan Diggs crosses that goal line. That was ins- it was the that's never gonna happen. It's again. never gonna happen again. And yeah, it is a US Bank Stadium, by the way. And uh the the coolest part was like when they're going the stupidest rule, they have to kick the extra point. Yeah, that was hilarious. It's like bro, like seriously. They, but they'll like, change that rule. But when they all came back out and um Keenum's just leading the crowd in the skull chant. And they're all just clapping, like, dude, that <laughs> imagine being there for that. Dude, if that like, happens with Lions, like I will probably I don't know. Like I wanna like just move to Minnesota and be a Vikings fan just to like do that clap. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like when that the Icelandic uh uh, football team during like the Euro Cup or the World Cup, the the whole crowd, like the whole country goes and follows <laughs> that team. They just do it. Yeah. And us Americans saw that, and they're like, "Oh, we're Vikings, so we can do that too." Hey, you but know? Do you know? I'm sorry. You know the spread was like five and a half. Yeah, I saw that. And and everybody was like, "Oh, they're gonna cover. They're gonna kick the extra point." And then they kneeled it, and yeah, right. They so they didn't cover. <laughs> so, so the spread for Vegas is was five and a half vikings minus five and a half right yeah and uh you know what they won by five yep <laughs> so, <laughs> so you know everyone that picked the, voted on the saints to win got fucked yeah because of the points you know you, you, yeah the, you, the if you spread, don't know how spreads work look it up come back and spread, listen to this yeah. podcast again but <laughs> this they uh pretty much kneeling on that extra point which is the right move obviously fucked everybody who yeah. picked the spread there's no point in kicking an extra point unless you are if you're up by more than two because if you're up up by less than two and the game expired and you have more points you kick the extra point that makes sense because if they block it and run it back they can get two points yeah but you're up by like even if they did that it doesn't matter the game's over right they they should change that rule um yeah because like i mean not that it's that big of a deal but because the shit that happened in that game is not going to happen again for decades. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if football's even still around. Really. <laughs> um all right, so we are uh we are running short on time on sports and we're not completely out. We got like 10 minutes left. But or like 7 minutes left. Uh so we got to do these picks for next week. Let's so do it. Philly is hosting the Minnesota Vikings. Who do you got? Uh them them Viking boys. For sure. Yeah, I don't know how you can't pick the what, Vikings here. What game's first? Uh, I'm actually not sure. Hmm. Let me check. Brian's going to check that out, but I don't see how you don't pick the Vikings there. They just came off that super emotional win. The Super Bowl, this this is going to be a crazy thing. The Super Bowl is at USA Bank Stadium. Yeah. So uh, uh, 305 is the first game, Jacksonville at New England, then 640, Minnesota at Philly. So Minnesota at Philly, I think it's going to be the more exciting game, no matter. Yeah. Even if for some, well, we'll get to the next game in a second, but even if Jacksonville beats the Patriots, this game is still going to be more monumental because I think the Vikings are going to win and they're going to be the first team ever to have home field advantage at a Super Bowl. That they, I was going to ask that. Never they, happened. I was going to ask if that they'd be the first team. That's insane. Yeah. And Do season ticket holders like get to go to that or? I don't know. I don't know. I have two friends that are Vikings fans. Shout out to Joe McNavich and Tyler Grimm. Uh, <laughs> I've I've been talking a lot of shit to you over the last couple of years because you know I fucking hate the Vikings as a Lions <laughs> fan. 
But I feel I I kind of feel like right now in this moment, like I kind of want them to win because I want to. Oh yeah. I want them to have this joy that I hope to one day have. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm going with the Vikings. They're a better team. They have a better. I mean, it's Case Keenum versus Nick Foles. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> they're if, they're both terrible. But if Case Keenum is playing better right now, if Wentz was quarterback, oh, I yeah. would I would pick I'd Philly. Pick Philly. Not because they would probably win, but because I like Carson Wentz a lot. Carson Wentz is... He's a Prince Harry, right? He's... He's a what? Prince... You know the uh, Royal Prince in England? Yeah. Have you seen him in a room together? Do they, uh, is it his doppelganger? Dude, look at <laughs> <laughs> it's just looks... like It's just like Jared Goff is a, a, a Ryan Gosling's doppelganger. Is he really? Dude, just look at him. You'll you, agree. <laughs> Jared Goff. Um... But yeah, <laughs> dude, he looks like sunshine from fucking. <laughs> Remember the Titans, dude. We'll we'll get to this in the politics, but you know Steve Bannon. Oh yeah, I heard this the other day. Steve Bannon. This is not my original thing. I just Steve Bannon looks like Philip Seymour Hoffman's corpse. Oh no! Isn't that just so perfect, though? <laughs> Damn, man! Don't insult Philip Seymour Hoffman like that. My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Low blow. R.I.P. Philip. We know you're much better than Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, next game: Jaguars oh, at New England Patriots. Let's go Jags. You think you honestly think the Jags will win? I think they have a better shot than what people are giving them. Okay. And I think I think Dave Lozo put out an article saying that everybody should be rooting for the Jags because Dave Lozo of Puck Soup. Yes. He he's still oh, writing just that. random articles, I guess. I'm glad you said that because I agree everyone should be rooting for the Jags, but I have a caveat to that, and it is unless you're a Detroit Lions football fan. Uh why is that? Well, so the Lions are, it, it's been rumored and it seems like close to confirmed that Matt Patricia, the defensive coordinator for the New England, Patri- New England Patriots, is going to be our next head coach. Woo! So as a Lions football fan, wouldn't because we have no really stake in this game, wouldn't it be more beneficial towards us if this defense for the Patriots can shut down the Jags completely? Like, wouldn't you want like if we if that defense by New England gets embarrassed by the Jaguars and Blake Bortles, one of the worst of all, quarterbacks of all times to start for a franchise and win a playoff game, wouldn't it be a little bit of a hit on his resume? If yeah, Blake Bortles puts up enough numbers to beat Tom Brady. I get what you're saying. So yeah. like, I mean, I I I, this, I don't think they're gonna put up 45 points like they did the Steelers. Right, but. right. I hope they put up zero on the offense, and I hope the, I hope. <laughs> I want the, the Jags to win. I hope the Jags win seven to zero because of a defensive touchdown. Yeah, that would be ideal. <laughs> but don't you? Would you agree that the uh, the Patriots would rather be playing the Pittsburgh Steelers in this mat in this game than? No, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. You don't think so? I don't think the Patriots have anything to worry about Jacksonville's offense. I think that they will. What about their at- defense, though? Yeah, but I mean, they're going to be able to score points. Like, I mean, they're going to be able to pick off Blake Bortles I'm I, I, I guarantee you Blake Bortles will throw at least one interception oh yeah and I guarantee you that I, I can almost guarantee the Patriots are gonna win if Tom Brady's in the game Tom Brady's gonna play smart Matt Patricia is going to 
schematically like because the Patriots were one of the worst defenses after the first four weeks of the year this year, and then he adjusted because that's what he does. He's the, he's literally a rocket scientist, <laughs> uh, literally because he has a degree in aerospace and, what the fuck? <laughs> and a football mind. Like that together, like that's why I am pumped for Matt Patricia to be our head coach. But that's dope. Uh, they went from like one of the worst defenses year for the first four weeks to. Th- the best defense over the last 10 weeks. Damn. Like they had the lowest points scored against them. There is no way they're not going to adjust to Blake Bortles, fucking Blake Bortles. Dude, like they're going to they're going to see what the Steelers did wrong. They're going to correct that and know what Blake Bortles is not good against cuz he's not a good quarterback. I I think this game everyone's going to think it's close, going to going to be close, but it's not going to be. And I'm not saying the Patriots are going to do that great on offense. I think they probably can score on offense 17 to 21 points. But that's going to be 17 to 21 more points than Blake Bortles and the Jacksonville Jaguars will score on offense. I'm saying their defense could score. Yeah. And I want, and trust me, I'm tired of the Patriots just as much as anyone. But as a Lions fan, I want their defense to be stellar and sound because that is our future head coach according to everything. <laughs> Yeah, go Patriots. So, <laughs> so the AFC I'm game, convinced. <laughs> win-win either way for the Lions fans. Unless you're Jeremy Mahar and have a, which is my cousin, ha- and have a Bum. just a hate hatred towards Peyton Manning. Or, or my brother Dylan, you also, not Peyton Manning, sorry, Tom Brady. You know, 1A, 1B, just kidding. 1 in, like, C is in Tom Brady is the GOAT. Yeah, I mean he is. I'm tired of the guy, but he's you think best he's, quarterback to like, play. He is literally shattering all these records. Dude, he's 40 years old. He doesn't care. He's like he, he looks like he literally doesn't care when he's on the field. Right, and he hasn't been to the. Listen to this. He has not been to the AFC Championship game only four times in his yeah, career. Yeah, he he has a better chance of going to the AFC Championship than Blake Bortles has of, ma- of completing a pass. Like, his entire <laughs> passing percentage for a career is, like, 56%. Here's uh, here's some fun stats about Blake Bortles um, compared to Tom Brady. Tom Brady has lost nine times in the playoffs. Blake Bortles has lost zero. Dude. <laughs> it's over. Tom Brady lost to the Dolphins this year. Blake Bortles is undefeated against the Dolphins Dude. this year. Dude. <laughs> let's go Jags, man. I mean, seriously, let's let, let's go Jags, but let's not go Jags offense. Like, yeah. like, let's let's have all the points scored by the defense. Yeah, like I'm not. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not even the biggest football fan, but when it comes to like playoffs, like we're yeah. about to move on. Just so you know, that's cool. Beer number two, entertainment. See, look at that. Hey, that, what, a, what a smooth transition. That was a smooth transition. <laughs> I didn't have to like get nervous and like find other things to talk about, Brian. This is why we need you back on this podcast here, more man. often. I'm here. All right, on entertainment, why don't you lead us off with this one? Uh, you want to talk about Black Mirror? Let's go into Black Mirror. Well, no, actually, no. <laughs> hey, you want to lead us? I want to I wanna dive deep into Black Mirror, but we got to talk about something else first. We can't. Yeah, I couldn't it. remember what the first thing was, but now it came to me. Aziz Ansari, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So Aziz Ansari, the latest person to have sexual assault allegations against them from the entertainment sphere. And I don't know. It's, it's, it's troubling because 
Yeah, it's a weird. It's someone everyone likes. Yeah, you know, I never, I haven't watched this show, but I heard great things about it. You haven't watched Master of None? No. It is great, and I still recommend it because I have some thoughts about this and Aziz Ansari's thing. It's not like you read be, it. Um, I read his statement, mm-hmm. and I don't know, man. It's like, have you read like the a uh, victim's version of the story? No. Okay. I. What what was it? how well, long let me, ago let me, was let it? Let me summarize. Yeah. It was in September, I believe. Okay, so, so not it's that long. Recent. Ago. Yeah. So basically, she meets Aziz at, and she doesn't give her real name, so I don't really know her real name. And this is all from a magazine I think called Babe or something. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm just kind of paraphrasing from what I read, but I read the hmm. whole article. Um, so she, he meet, she meets Aziz at a event, and they're both taking photographs, but they both have the same kind of camera as an actual film camera, so they bond over that. And then they agreed, they exchanged numbers and agreed to go out on a date. They go out on a date, but during the date, Aziz is kind of like rushing them to get through it, to leave, you know, like they don't even finish their wine and he's like getting the check and like, oh, come on, let's get out of here. Let's go back to my place. Damn. They go back to his place and like within seconds of getting inside, he's like all over her, making out with her and doing things like sticking his fingers down in her mouth and then... Okay, yeah. And, and moistening them up and bringing them back down to her vagina and Ooh. inserting them in there and whatnot and grabbing her hands and putting them on his penis. He's playing the pink piano, some might say. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so it's a lot like that. Like, I don't know. It's, it's fucked up, and but it's not like, all right. So what I'm about to say is not I'm not trying to take away from the fact that Aziz Ansari was an asshole that night and maybe is an asshole when it comes to women. But what I am trying to say is it does not deserve to be on the same spectrum as people like Harvey Weinstein or Bill Cosby or even my own favorite Jesse Lacey. All yeah. those all those all, there, there's a scale to these things. Yeah. And what Aziz is is an asshole that it sounds like a lot of the moves he was trying to pull, it sounds like he's like thinks porn culture is how actual culture, <laughs> like hooking up with girls is. Like like sticking yeah. their hands down her throat, ask he, he would ask her like, Where do you want me to fuck you? Like like hmm. that's just like a porn. It sounds like a yeah. he he thought this was gonna be like a porno. Huh. Yeah, I read it like his uh statement. Do you got it pulled up? Uh I got the article pulled up. If you can find um, a statement, maybe yeah. you should read it. Um, I'll look that up, but, ah, fuck, let me just, let me just, you, you go, I'm gonna try to find this. Yeah, so, I mean, the, the, it's, it's kind of a weird timing for this to come out, because, you know, this, it feels almost like this magazine is just trying to, like, catch on to something that's, you know, trending right now. Like, this has been known for a while, like, I think this girl's story has been known for a while, like, at least with her inner friend group. Not to take away anything from it, because this is not how you should treat people. But the que- I guess the bigger question is, should you like lose your career over being an asshole? You know, like it's not a crime to be an asshole, and disease never forcefully kept her there against her will. Maybe made her feel uncomfortable, and like made her feel maybe, maybe worst case made her feel like if she would leave, it would be it wouldn't be okay. Like she'd be in harm, but. It's a season, sorry, and I don't know if I believe that. <clears throat> I don't want to come off like I'm insensitive towards the fact, because I'm a big feminist. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I got it pulled up. All right, let's hear it. Uh, in September, this is Aziz Ansari. I think he tweeted this or something, but I got it pulled up on CNN right now. In September of last year, I met a woman at a party. We exchanged numbers. We texted back and forth and eventually went on a date. We went out to dinner and afterwards we ended up engaging in sexual activities, which by all indications was completely sensual. The next day I got a text from her saying that although it may have seemed okay, upon further reflection she felt uncomfortable. It was true that evening did seem okay to me, so when I heard that it was not the case for her, I was surprised and concerned. I took her words to heart and responded privately after taking the time to process what she had said. Um, Is that the end of it? I think, yeah. I think, I, mean, he, I, think he like, I think he says something about still being part of the movement, which I believe. He yeah, that, that's like the end of his quote, and then it goes on to like kind of quoting her stuff from uh from the Babe article, Babe.com article. Like it says, like mm. I cried the whole ride home. At that point, I felt violated. She said, telling Babe, mm. um, it was actually painful to watch him win and accept an award. Talking about a Wear- Golden Globes and and wearing a uh... Times Up pin. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, like, when I read his stuff, I was like, okay, like, I had no clue what the fuck was going on. I was just like, okay, it just sounds like this dude was, there's a miscommunication and maybe he was just kind of like doing that convincing, like, no, 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 like, no, 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 no. And it's like, that's kind of not cool, bro. No, it's not cool. Yeah. Like, don't like convince people Mm. when they're saying no. Right. But, clear not into it right i think that like this is this is a this the reason this needs to be talked about is because uh men and especially especially men in like positions of power or with like fame to their name are probably used to this like you know like there are there are uh instances where like women would like to hook up with that like a yeah. famous guy like you know just for the story you know like just like a, a man would like to hook the famous girl just for the story, um, but you know there's also times where like that's not the case, but they assume it's the case. Be, as in like the men assume it's the case. Like you know they can they've had these experiences before, and they've worked out well to their favor. Yeah. So they're gonna try to do that again, and you know you're conditioned to believe that's gonna work. That's what you want, uh, so they're gonna do it. But what's troubling is when like when when she like tried to slow it down and he slows it down for a second and then goes right back at it yeah like, he, I, just from what you told me just a couple of seconds ago it sounded like he was doing stuff that she probably has never done before and mm. she was definitely like uncomfortable with that so it's like right. yeah bro like don't put people in that position yeah like it's like if you're trying to get kinky and all that that's cool but make sure the other person's trying to get on that level right (laughs) it's uh that's why it's an important conversation because like it's like you need to even if you like have expectations for what's going to happen and even if it's like even verbally agreed to what's going to happen people can change their mind and people don't have to go through with what they they said in regards to their own bodies and whatnot just like you don't have to go through what what's being said but yeah be respectful and i mean he was semi-respectful. Like, he stopped when she said stop. Yeah. But also, I can understand the fact that, like, okay, she's with someone famous, and it's 
it's it's you're gonna feel a different kind of a pressure to keep going than you would with someone average. Not saying like average looking or whatnot, but like not Aziz Ansari yeah. famous, yeah. Right, and then it's weird because like Aziz has been so influential in his Master of None show, which I know you haven't watched, but you should. It's really good. Um, and I don't want to take I don't want people to not watch a ma- Master of None because of this because Master of None is great. It's very progressive. It's very woke. They've episode <laughs> they've episode dedicated to like this kind of stuff, which is weird because this happens too. Well, how many seasons are there? Only two. So I mean, like, you know, this happened in September, right? And the like, dude, he straight probably didn't think this was a big deal. He like in his statement, no, he yeah. said he was like, "Oh yeah, we talked about it," which might be the, one of the problems is that he didn't think this exactly. was a big deal. Yeah. Like that, that just shows you that this is not a lone offense. Yeah. So he probably just like, oh yeah, we talked about it. It's all good. Like I I stopped when she said stop. Yeah. What what she did, but yeah, but it's like I don't know, man. It just sounded like he was being a little too aggressive and like maybe maybe a lot too aggressive. (laughs) Yeah, and like kind of just wanted to you know he was just like wanting right. to do what he wanted to do. he was gonna get what he wanted to get pretty much right but. we need to have a whole culture change yeah i was thinking about this earlier it's like damn man like this is it's just so wild how like like it's i was just thinking like when's when is it all gonna calm down and like finally be like normal when it's like it's gonna take a while yeah i mean like, i think things have like if, if there's one thing good about the Trump presidency is that this, sh- I don't think this shit would be coming out if he wasn't no, president. No. And like, it's making me even check my own actions. Like, I'm sure I'm, I'm sure I've done things similar to this, but not to this extent, yeah. you know, like I'm sure I've pressured someone I've been dating to have sex with me when they didn't want to have sex with me or whatnot. But you know, it wasn't like forceful or whatnot. And it wasn't me using my, star power against them or whatnot. you know just me <laughs> yeah. being and maybe being a drunk asshole basically you know and it and you have to admit that as a man no yeah like, i've been in that situation where it's like you're having sex and then it's like mm-hmm. the girl's like yeah i'm kind of i don't want to have sex anymore because it's like i'm done and i'm like damn i didn't even get to come but like all right, right i get it yeah you know <laughs> it's like it's things... like damn i i'm kind of pissed but it's like fuck right like like you're pissed but like you don't really have a reason to be yeah but then you kind of like think about it's like dude it's cool yeah i get it and it's also (laughs) it's part of the culture we've grown up in like yeah where it's like boys will be boys i gotta get off right i gotta come what are you you gay or something yeah no but it's like i i do think that probably like happened where he's like no i mean i didn't even come yet what do you mean right I guarantee you that he probably said that during that night. <laughs> right. And you know, why is sex only counted as sex if a guy comes? And I don't know. Comes, I don't know. know. <laughs> Just because it's like, you know, you're only really thinking of yourself probably like in that situation if you're just thinking, well, I got to come. Right. You really just, uh, it's like a selfish act then. But then that's why you think about it. It's like, oh yeah, no, this is like a, this is a a teen like we're 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 doing a teen thing yeah, here. we're doing something mutual <laughs> yeah so it's like yeah so the, you don't yeah the broader know. point is that like there's got to be a culture change and it is happening it's happening slowly but like yeah like so as he's sorry this thing is uh and i don't want to discredit it but it's minor compared to harvey weinstein which is an, he is an <sighs> evil act he's a yeah. rapist 
and there's there's no other way to put it. He's a rapist, or Bill Cosby, he drugged and raped people. Yeah, that's like and then fucking insane. Then there's a step lower, which is like Jesse Lacey, Damn. which we haven't talked about really. Yeah, Brian was uh, another big brand new fan, but uh, he groomed. 15 year old girls you know that's that's a different kind of yeah when i heard that first one i was kind of like this girl says she has all the like i don't want to be like oh that's not true i love jesse lacy but i was like it just sounded weird like i've never like heard any negative thing about jesse lacy and then this girl was like i got all this evidence and i'm like wait what the fuck and then the second girl came out and i'm like and then, oh, then he releases a statement that not statement yeah dude it was like i just i cheated on my wife a bunch of times she's been by my side and it's like dude acknowledge that yeah you were acknowledge the age of this girl for a second right and I, those apologies are so fucking weak it's like to the people i may have hurt no bro you may have hurt what the fuck are you talking about you know you hurt somebody <laughs> say it Right, yeah. I mean, I have I haven't Own listened to, to brand new since. I don't know if you still are, but I. I mean, if stop. they come on on shuffle, I won't like change it. But like, dude, there's some song like me versus Maradona versus Elvis. Right, that's fucked I'm like, up now. Fuck, dude. I used to love that song. Like, I think of it. So, like, it, it's even like with Kevin Spacey too. Like, oh I yeah. feel like it's diff with brand new, relating brand new and Kevin Spacey because they both have sex crimes. Yeah. But brand new things, like his art, brand new's art, Jesse Lacey's art, it's more, it's harder for me to listen to that again rather than to watch a Kevin Spacey movie. Because, like, that, the Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Spacey's art is him acting, and that's yeah. separate from him being sexual. Yeah. But brand new, and, like, music in general's art and lyrics and whatnot. That whole Dejan Tendu album is just about sex. Right. Like, <laughs> it's, it, it's all so much more fucked up to me. Like, yeah. I can separate art from the artists when For it comes sure. to thing, but, like, this music and lyrics and how it's a different it feels, meaning. It, is, it blends into you. Yeah. Into what it is yeah man that's fucked up yeah like the shit he was saying was like well if you don't do that next time in houston i won't see you it's like damn bro yeah no like Like, of course they're gonna do that you're they're 16 they're they don't know and they don't know what they're doing like you have all that power over them and i want to say it's it's like he was was just young he was just young and he was younger than he is now but he was 24 and you're 24 yeah i don't see you going if it's i fucking hate when people it's like well they did it I mean, it's a sixteen-year-old girl. Yeah, what the yeah. fuck's wrong with you? Sixteen-year-old like, girl having their like well, they shouldn't have done idol. Yeah, they shouldn't have done it. Things. Oh, easy enough to say after it already happened. <laughs> like I don't even know if I wouldn't have would have stopped myself from doing things if Jesse Lacey asked me at sixteen. Seriously, know? bro, that dude's a fucking <laughs> god or was right. Yeah, he was the one I worshipped like a god. You know, but yeah, it's sad. You know, it's like fuck, man. <laughs> Oh, well, we have to we have to wrap this around into what else we want to talk about for this entertainment section because we have uh looks like about 15 minutes left, a little less than that. Yeah. That's uh so Black thing. Mirror, I haven't got to talk about this yet. I've talked about it loosely, but I've not got to dive into it. So if you have not seen the newest season of Black Mirror, pause this podcast, skip ahead until the 1 hour and th- or 1 hour and 5 minute mark. And you will go right to the politics section. But we are going to talk about Black Mirror and the new season. Brian, what did you think? That was amazing. Some of my favorite episodes from the show are in that season. Really? Oh uh, my gosh, I feel like I had the opposite opinion. Really? Mm-hmm. Whoa. 
Damn. Well, I mean, some of my favorite episodes were from that season, but there were a lot that I just... There were two that... Uh, two episodes that two I... Two were... All right. Three episodes that... Uh, two that I really liked. One that I uh, liked a lot. One that I fucking hated. And the other two I just didn't really care for that much. Damn. So there are two... Yeah, two that I loved. One that I... Two that I loved, two that I really liked, two that I didn't care for. Can I guess the two that you loved? Yeah. Hang the DJ. Yep. Metalhead. Mm-hmm. All right. Those are my two favorites as well. Okay. I was nervous because people <laughs> fucking hated metal, Metalhead. I don't, I don't understand why. That was Because there's beautiful. no backstory. Yeah. But dude, that's it was, what was great about it. Yeah. Finally. Like, you but know? the thing is, like, I love the beginning where it's like, you, you have to listen. It's like they're looking for something for someone who's dying. Yeah. And that's all you know. Right. And then it's just such, it's so, I was fucking it's freaking out. It's poetic at the end. Yeah, I was freaking out during it, man. Like, and it's helpless, like all Black Mirror, but even it's like even more obviously helpless because you are useless against these machines that are coming to kill you. And those things are like, they have those out in, uh, I think, MIT or something. Like those dogs already. Yeah, it's scary. Obviously don't kill people like that, but it's like they, similar technology. Right. Is you know, I'm, not, I'm not sure it could ever get to that point. I'm sure it could, but I'm sure there's ways that humans, because we're fucking humans and we can destroy anything. Yeah. <laughs> but dude, it like just the end of that episode when that thing explodes and she's got all the fucking trackers like in her body. I'm like, yeah. dude, it's so gnarly. It's such a great and episode. And it's, it's uh, in black and white and high contrast the whole time. And I love high contrast. And shit, I love so. black and white. <laughs> so it was perfect. Uh, yeah, it was, that was, uh, uh, I I mean it's like I want to say it's tied with Hang the DJ. Hang the DJ is probably my favorite episode ever. Next to uh, I finally watched Hated in the Nation. That one's still my favorite. Yeah, that's a good one. Well, no, second favorite. I'm sorry, my favorite is still uh, the very first episode. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The direct the just the direction in the very first one, but we'll, we'll we don't need to talk about that. Um. So all right. So Hang the DJ. Dude, that one's just. It's that one seems the most like relatable. Yeah, and it's not really that dark. You know, it's mm-hmm. kind of like it's 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 just a really beautiful beautiful episode. I like the whole concept of it. The only thing, huh? the only thing I just like the this whole thing with this series is like like uh, computer code having consciousness, and like I don't know if I dug the twist at the end. Yeah, it was... I, I liked the story as it was, and the twist at the end was just like... I, I feel like I, it took away from the story that it was. Yeah, I kind of took it as like, they're on this dating app, and yeah. the dating app simulated a thousand different scenarios of what their relationship could oh, be, okay. and it escaped, and they were together, so it's like, oh, like 99.8% match, you guys are kind of perfect for each other, and they're like, oh... Yeah, and I love yeah. when the Smiths play at the end. Panic, hang the DJ. That's the Smiths? Yeah. Oh, God. I hang can't wait the to DJ, tell them. Melissa DJ. loves the Smiths, and Dude, I didn't know that. It's a great song. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen it, like, I'd recommend that episode. Like, all about breaking out of the wa- system. I can't wait to uh, finish talking about this and go out there and talk to her about that. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, just the whole, like, idea that you know how long you're going to be with somebody mm-hmm. just to prepare you for your perfect match is so f- that's so wild right like when he uh when he hit the button and it, by himself and it was five years it's like damn dude like people are, are in relationships for five years and then they end yeah, exactly and yeah, it's like yeah. fuck and he like really thought she was the one and 
she was at the end, I guess. But it's like, damn, man, it's it's heavy. It's a heavy I episode. I just, I the only thing I would have changed was like, I wish it wasn't just a phone app thing. I wish yeah. it would have been like a little bit more. I don't know. I guess I, I'm I'm searching for the word like not post apocalyptic po- post apocalyptic, but like that was like actual reality yeah i get what you're saying i don't know how to i don't know how to describe it but yeah that was uh my I, i'm just, i'm still deciding between metalhead and hang dj as my favorite from this season so uh let's see where you rank number three let's just count down number three damn it's tough it's it's tied between the, the two that i really liked okay you want me to say mine yeah the u.s s castellier is my number third uh mine too all right cool i tied with uh black museum yes me too that yeah. was my next all right so we, <laughs> so we know which 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 one's the worst wait which two is two oh yeah which two are the worst archangel and crocodile yeah well, but um, I, I know which one's clearly the worst of those but let's uh we'll get to that let, well let, all right so we got looks like seven minutes left um so castellier uss castellier uh that was amazing i was so surprised actually because it's the first one i thought it was going to be the last one in the season yeah based on the trailers that were released and it was nice that it wasn't just a future like space travel yeah like, that's what i thought it was, thought it was. i was like dude what the fuck is this i know I mean, like, <laughs> this is wait this is like two black mirror yeah like, <laughs> and it was it was it was like a fucking moot like it was an hour and a half long so yeah. it was a great and it's like idea of being in the like transferring consciousness into a video game Right, and they're trying to get out, and they don't even know that they're in there. Oh, it was so crazy. Yeah, um, and the Aaron Paul cameo at the end. Yeah, I, did, <laughs> I, I just found out about that a few days ago. Like, I didn't recognize his voice. Oh yeah, like oh, and, and so at the very well, I mean, if you're still listening to this, you know what's going on. <laughs> um, but yeah, that one was great. Uh, I really, I, I honestly really liked a lot of the not on the simulation. You know, I like the real life stuff a lot. Yeah. Like I res that resonated with me, and then got a little out there that this guy was being that evil. Like, cause he seemed like a really nice guy. Yeah, that's why I ranked so much lower. Cause he seemed like a nice guy on uh, the real world, and then goes into this place and becomes such. He's an just asshole. fed up with not getting that credit, you know. Right, right. You know, he, I feel like if he plays a video game like that for so long, he should have learned to exert himself a little more yeah probably over fucking one of the mcboyle brothers <laughs> <laughs> the dude from westworld yeah. <laughs> um okay so the all right so what do you rank next uh black black museum that black felt museum. like the end of the show like yeah for I agree. like it's not coming back mm-hmm. and i think uh there was something where uh the writer charlie booker said he's open to doing more but he doesn't have a plan right now well that's fine i mean I mean, I want them. Be, I want there to be more, but that did was, seem like. Yeah, I liked how they had all the display cases of like previous episodes. Like they had the bee, mm-hmm. they had the the dude from White Bear, like the hunting guy. Yeah, they had the, so the, many the lollipop. Eggs. Yeah, it was it was great. It been the, you know I think that would have been like really gr- a great episode to have like, you know, because it's only the second season that Netflix has curated. Yeah. So like maybe like four se- or three seasons from now, like. You know, like, that would have been a great way to just cap off the series. Yeah. But, I mean, unless they are capping off the series, which is super sad because it's only been four seasons with three episodes each, or three, three, and then... Six and six. Yeah, that's yeah. just not enough. That's not enough. 
Yeah. There's so much more you could do. Oh, for sure. Like, but that, I love that episode. The, the, uh, the doctor who gets off on pain was fucked up. Yeah. The double orgasm was great. The, <laughs> the, the twist at the end was gnarly. Mm-hmm. We find out the mom's in the head and the, the prisoners, the dad and like, yeah, the dude, the teddy bear, like that fucking, that terrified me. Like yeah. the idea of like just being trapped in an oh, yeah. animate that's object. That's insane. Um, should we just get to these last? Yeah, two? we only get we don't we don't got much longer. We got five minutes. So okay, what would, what what would you rank as? Uh, what would this be? Five, so between, five, then be, six. Between Archangel and Crocodile. What's the worst? What's Wh- your which least? ones? Which ones less worse? Which ones your least favorite out of those two? Crocodile. I was gonna say Archangel. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's the Jodie Foster directed episode too, Archangel. Mm. Like I was just. I don't know. I wasn't into it. I mean, I think... I didn't even like the uh, the girl, the teenage girl who was in it. It's like this girl's fifteen. She looks like she's twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is going on? Oh well, yeah, I agree, I agree with all that. Uh, but you know, the, my thing with the crocodile making it worse is that like, okay, that seems like quite a stretch. This person would go and kill all these people yeah, to get it out got, of this one thing it that got she wasn't little, even responsible for. It got a little ridiculous. Like, for sure I, I i it just didn't seem very black mirrory like you know there was like it seemed like the uh techno- technology technology thing was like kind of a backdrop yeah and it, not, no doubt and not like coalescing with the theme of the show yeah you know archangel where it's like okay this is all just about how this is going to affect you yeah and like you have like you can watch your child have sex for the first time even though when they're older you yeah. know it seemed like something that could actually happen yeah when, when crocodile seems like there's all these other unnecessary characters in there that, like it took me probably at least more than halfway through the episode to figure out who the main character of it was <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know because i think it's that uh uh indian girl that the, i don't know the, yeah the girl who like was the one responsible for getting like, all this info yeah and, yeah yeah like she seemed like i thought she was gonna be the main character the whole time but she turns out she wasn't yeah because... like the the fucking the twist at the end was cool like it's like oh shit they can go into hamsters and no, get that, there i thought that was so stupid like, <laughs> what, what's the point of like putting up like a smell and whatnot like if you can just go into what like why do they even interview people when there's birds all around everywhere you know it's... i mean you gotta catch the birds <laughs> it was i don't, I don't know. know like i i, I that, was, that is literally my least favorite episode of black mirror ever damn but yeah, uh I mean, archangel I... Archangel was whatever for me. I just I didn't. Just... I, I don't. Yeah, like I said, it's like, like you said. It, the it's two, whatever. Were, I didn't care for either of them. So, but fuck, man, the rest of the season was just so good. Yeah, um, I think I liked the last season better, season three. And... Let's see, season three: Hayden Nation, Men Against Fires, San Juperino, Shut Up and Dance, Playtest, Nose. Dude, shut Dude, up! That season's great. Shut up and dance. Shut up and dance is fucking insane. Have you seen a uh, the end of the fucking world on Netflix? No, no. What is that? It's twenty minute episodes. The kid from Shut Up and Dance is in it, and he's like a psychopath, where he thinks he is. Oh wait! And he fucking him and this girl run away yeah, together. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen a few it. episodes of it. Dude, it's so good. It's dark, but it's hilarious. It's it's the one where like the, the so he's a psychopath and the girl's like little and he wants to they kill somebody. Go and, oh, okay. So spoiler, spoiler. You know, no, we're not going to get into that. <laughs> Next time you're on, I'll yes. watch it and we'll, we'll talk sure. more about it. For sure. It. 
<laughs> but um, yeah, fuck. I forget. Yeah, season three is amazing. I still haven't seen San Juperino though. You haven't seen San Juniper? Juniper? I, Juniper? I don't even know how Juniper? to pronounce it. Actually. I don't know. I I have not. Seen You've it. not seen? Is that the only one you haven't seen? Uh, from that season, yeah. Mackenzie Davis is in it, and she's uh, she's so gorgeous. People are like obsessed with that one, so you should watch it. That's what I hear. Even like Cody. Uh, Mara's boyfriend was telling me about. Uh-huh. I'm like, damn, like, I've heard, I've heard like, about that one. Favorite episode. I'm like, it's really? not my favorite. It's, but it's, it's good. It's just not like, you know, like it's not is. It's, it's just like a sweet story. Like yeah. it's I heard it's pretty like slow moving, but I hear yeah, it's you would like it. You would like it. It might be. I could see that being your favorite, knowing what you like. Damn. Um, I might. I might. Is have there to... any other ones you haven't seen? Uh the 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 fucking Christmas tree one, with John Hamm. You haven't seen that one? And the Waldo moment, but I hear the Waldo moments right over. Waldo moments, you don't need to see that, but you have to watch the Christmas tree one. Damn. Dude, watch that one before San Perno. Damn. Whatever. Like, that one is probably in my top, definitely in my top five. Definitely, wow. probably in my top three. Wow. With John Hamm and, oh, oh. God. Fear <laughs> number three, Paul. The president grabbed me. All right, I guess we're moving on. And and just so Brian knows, the president is still grabbing people. Ah, oh, fucking god damn it. <sighs> when will it end? When will it end? I'm afraid, I don't know, I hope in uh, three more years, but I'm afraid that like he just is not going to give up power peacefully. So we'll see. Yeah, I could see him just not conceding. Right, I know. Which would be fucking insane, like that Roy Moore guy. Like, what do we do? It's like, dude, you lost. Like, fuck, bro. Like, dark times. Dark times. It like, I I was saying the other day, like, I can. It literally feels like Game of Thrones before Game of Thrones started. Like, this is the Mad King. <laughs> it's true. And we need one of the Secret Surface members to Jamie Lannister, this guy. <laughs> And just be a Kingslayer before he unleashes a bunch of fire, green fire, upon <laughs> a different nation. Because <laughs> that sounds like this is what's going to happen. <laughs> dude, I mean, the guy's fucking nuts. There's, a, there's some dude, some doctor who's like, yeah, um, whoever's saying this dude's in perfect health is probably lying because it sounds like he has a heart condition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just from, like, fucking... <laughs> How, uh, you know, dude drinks, like, ten Diet Cokes a day and eats McDonald's and, like... You know why he, you know why he eats McDonald's? He's he's afraid that people are going to poison his food, so he will only eat, like, fast food because they can't really poison their food that way. What? I don't know. He's paranoid. And you should be. I would be paranoid if I was him, too. If I was this despicable of a person leading a country that's supposed to be, like, the freest country in the world... Yeah, that dude should literally, like, stop and think, why would people want to kill him? Well, kind of, like, I guess that's not a good question. There's thousands because, like, of reasons. Yeah, but, like, I feel like if you're president, someone's going to want to kill you just because. Right. But, like, imagine, he if sh- Obama, he should... imagine if Obama was doing the things he does. Oh, my God. He'd be impeached. Yeah. He'd be impeached. Instantly. Yeah. But, like... He should stop and think, like, why should I worry? Is it just because I'm president, or is it because I'm a racist asshole? Hmm. You know, all right, so <laughs> let, let's get into this politics segment, segment a little bit. So, last week, 
um, <laughs> our popular vote-losing minority president, Donald <laughs> Trump, who's also under criminal investigation, decided that it was a good idea to call developing countries... Uh, well, not even, I don't want to say developing countries, because not. Just countries with black people in them, shithole countries, in referring to a bipartisan agreement on DACA, def, uh, Deferred Action... Uh, so fucked. I, I can't remember the whole acronym, but... He did say previously that he would support a bill that they put in front of him about DACA, which it is about people that were brought into this country as children by their parents illegally, that they would... Uh, hold on, I'm going to pause this for one second. All right, we're back. Sorry, everyone. Uh, power was dimming. I didn't want to lose any of the stuff we already talked about because that would have been uh, terribly devastating. But, uh, so, the point of DACA is to protect these people who came here illegally, but it was not, a, it was not, it was against their will, like their parents brought them here, and they've been living here for like 30 years, under the assumption that they would be protected because of uh, DACA, which I'm not, I'm not sure all the runarounds of that, that all produced, but they're good people. They're well. I mean, they're good and bad people. Probably, I don't know. I think a lot of them are probably good because I think there's more good people than bad people in the world. But they just aren't legal technically. Well, they are legal right now. But if DACA goes away, then they won't be, and they can be subject to being deported. Yeah. So that's the big deal with the Democrats right now is they they want to pass something that can have them be here like legal, like have a path towards citizenship not give them citizenship but like they have they have steps to do it rather than just it's a lost cause and they have to live illegally you know but trump wants us to have more immigration from countries that aren't shithole countries like haiti and parts of africa and rather, why don't we get immigration from Norway or other white countries? And Norway said, "Yeah, fuck that. We don't. Uh, we don't make meth in bathtubs in our country." That's quoting uh, Jesus and Mero from Viceland. But seriously, like, no. You think people from Norway like want to move here? No, I don't. Like, dude, they got the Scandinavian countries that are like the fucking place to live. Like Finland, Sweden, Norway. Mm-hmm. I think they got free school, like free education, fucking free healthcare. Free healthcare. <laughs> it's probably yeah. not that expensive to live there. Yeah, beautiful and, people. And and those those countries are not without fault. I mean, because those oh, like, yeah. one of the biggest faults of those countries is that they were just com- like um, they were almost like close to a hundred percent just white people. <laughs> like they don't have to deal with racism at all because That's they true. don't have it. Yeah. But they are also completely different values than we are. Yeah, so it's like, dude, you're not fooling anyone when you said people from Norway. Right. It's like, dude, yeah, you know, fuck- you we know you mean white people. Yeah. Like it's he's not even trying to be fucking like. What am I trying like presidential? He, no, he's like, he's just A being so obvi- he's like being so obviously racist now, and it's like he's not. Right. Yeah, he just doesn't care. And we're focusing on this because word. Because people are going to defend him still for some reason. And, and, and we're focusing on the word shithole. Like, like that's the real crime here. Yeah. He said shithole? 
Like, dude, you fuck <laughs> that. I love what Don Lemon did. Is that the dude's name? I don't know. Fucking uh, CNN. Whatever the dude is. He like came and he's like, CNN, I'm Don Lemon. The president of the United States is a racist. Just right <laughs> opening, like, opening line for the news. It's like, damn, hell yeah. <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. You know, here's the thing is, let me look some shit up, but this isn't, this is like, we all knew he was a racist. I like, mean, yeah. <laughs> like, like, he had, uh, he had, I think, I'm pretty sure he had a thing where he had a housing development that tried to subject black people to, like, a much stricter application form than white people did. Jesus. You know, and it's like, this is just the first in a long stretch of racism by Donald Trump. You know? Um... <laughs> He is, I mean, but what do we expect? He's not going to change his ways. He doesn't, he can't fathom anything other than what he believes. But the thing is, with Donald Trump, here's how we beat him, is he is easily manipulated. You can manipulate him so easy. The hard thing is what the people behind him tell him. So what do we do? What, what are we supposed to do? What I think is we need to rally behind whatever causes we believe in. But then when it comes down to voting day, whatever cause has the best chance to beat him, we need to vote for and stand behind. Yeah, anything to get that dude out of here. I mean, he's not going to get out of here. There's, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see how the Republicans would give up what they have right now. If the Republicans, imagine if they had a different president than Donald Trump, they could do whatever they want with the country because yeah. it would not be that controversial because they would know how to be a, pol- a politician and, and a president and not a crazy. All right. All right. So something else I want to talk about. Uh, Hawaii. Hawaii had a false alert this uh, this week where they said an incoming ballistic missile was coming this is not a drill. Please like take me. Please take imme- immediate shelter. Took like thirty minutes to correct. Took thirty-eight minutes to correct. Jesus. When it would have, in realistic, took five minutes for that missile to hit land from North Korea. Is it five is. minutes from North Korea? Yeah. Wow, I thought it was like ten or twenty. Damn. No, no, like probably to here, but like to Hawaii. Fuck. Like ICBMs, what they do is they. They go up into the atmosphere and into like the stratosphere and solar system, not solar system, but like you know, yeah. ab- above the atmosphere, and they just immediately strike down at what their target is. So like they can't really be intercepted, like they can be, but that's insane. Like our our ballistic missile interception inter- intercepting system is not. That's fucking nuts, dude. How do you how do you make that? How is that a thing? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Why would somebody want that? To be a reality, like, dude, these people are insane. I don't like I, that I, dude's I, fucking nuts. And then you got Donald Trump saying like, we have the same thing. Like, dude, yeah, we have the same thing, but more of them. But uh, yeah, but that's the thing. Like, what if, what if he retaliated? Exactly. I'm glad he. Because the thing is, Donald Trump was golfing at the time when this happened. Dude, got lucky. We were, we were, might have been lucky. We weren't at World War. What? Well, oh, here, fuck. Right, here's another thing. I was so, reading something. Go so back on. back in the Cold War, there are many events like this that happen. Like at one time, I think I think this is the same thing I was going to bring. Okay. up. Okay. Well, one time a Russian person that was manning like the nuclear controls, like saw like what his computer read as twelve missiles coming at him, 
And he's like, there's no way, there's no way. And he didn't, he didn't launch a retaliation attack, which he should have done if he was following his job. But he didn't because he's like, I'm not going to end the world. Is that the dude in the submarine? I'm not sure. Wow. Uh, I just know that it turned out to be something to do with like a weird solar flare. Yeah. And like we're very lucky to still be alive. Oh my god, there's been so many close calls. But like, I mean, some dude straight had a heart attack, 51 years old, because of this drill. Oh really? Yeah, dude. Like, you know, thought he was gonna fucking die. <laughs> oh my gosh. And did, because he had a heart attack. Dude, I'm sure every everyone on Hawaii thought they were gonna die. I mean, bro, like. <laughs> I would have thought I was gonna die. Yeah, dude. Sure. What are you gonna? What would you do? Say you're vacating. I would have went as far underground as I could. Say but... you're vacationing in Hawaii. Like, you don't live there. Like, you don't know about these bomb shelters. Right. I would have been like, okay, well. Well, it's been a good if, ride. If I can't get under, underground, I'm going to just go and. You got five minutes. Because, like, you, you literally get one phone call. Yeah. I'm going to call somebody that I don't know with, but. Fuck, it's a heavy man. fucking topic, and it it's, needs to make us more aware of what the cost of nuclear war is. Because, like, if Donald Trump wasn't our president, gosh, I can't tell you how much I don't give a shit that other countries have nuclear bombs. Yeah, I don't care if North Korea has nuclear bombs. Because Donald Trump is, and he is unstable, and he is mentally yeah, insane, I and is so. egomaniac. Just like Kim Jong-un and two of those people together are just don't work and they could launch against each other because they don't have value for their own lives because they're both old. I'm not sure all Kim Jong-un is, but Donald Trump is old and probably not healthy, you know? Yeah, I was thinking about this today, like, like, that's never happened in our lives, at least that I remember, like, the threat of nuclear war, but that's been a thing for, like, our... It hasn't, it hasn't. That's been a thing for our parents, like with the cold right. war and shit and mm-hmm. it's like so like the people who still support trump they probably don't think that's a big deal like the whole hawaiian thing yeah but yeah. thinking about it dude that's a huge fucking deal like they probably just think like oh we should just bomb them yeah but you can't you can't just bomb somebody they don't like, understand like what are they they think like okay well we're the usa we spend the like when we do we spend the most on military there's yeah. no way they can like have a mili- or a nuclear bomb hit us like okay well if they send one nuclear bomb maybe and this is not a guarantee that we can blow it up before it gets here yeah but the thing is they could send 12 16 or 25 nuclear bombs at us and maybe we can get four of them and then the other other tw- 21 are gonna hit us and devastate us yeah and yeah they will be devastated too because we will instantly send our bombs back at them. But this, this this is the thing about nuclear bombs. What I always say is I'm okay with everyone having nuclear bombs because it is guaranteed mutual assured destruction. Yeah. So, like, you're not going to launch them at somebody because you know they're going to launch them back at you and you're going to die just like they're going to die. Like, it's just basically like an insurance policy so you don't get invaded by a different country yeah it's it's but it's just insane man like coming that's if you think about it like that's pretty close to world war three with one mistake like vice put out an article that said the agency that made the mistake keeps their passwords on post-it notes like on computers well yeah we need to update (laughs) our systems yeah 
And I mean, it's but it's just so crazy. Like we need to update our fucking president. Yeah, but. that that too. Like, like that meteor thing that happened last night. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it, but I didn't either. Yeah, but I heard about it all over the place. Yeah, like people were think people thought that was aliens. No, people. Th- a lot of people thought that was North Korea. Oh, I'm f- sure. Like first thing, it's like holy sure. shit. And you shouldn't really think that. You right. shouldn't have to think no. that first thing. Like, if you think <laughs> North Korea is targeting Detroit, then that's... Well, like, not just Detroit, but, like, they right. launched multiple ones and one of them was coming here. But it's like, damn, bro, like, the only reason you're thinking that, it's not because North Korea wants to kill us. Like, they've been wanting to do that forever. Mm-hmm. It's because the president has been fucking anti- and antagonizing them. I guarantee you North Korea will not launch a nuke against us. No. 100% can guarantee that because... Oh, Kim got an amber alert here. Oh, shit. <laughs> Kim, Kim Jong-un does not want to die, and he is the only reason he's building nukes is because he doesn't want to be overthrown. Yeah. Because of all the constant U.S. pressure on him, you know? Nah, man. I I guarantee that dude was shitting his pants when he heard about the false alarm. Cause oh, he pro- yeah. he probably thought that they were that we were gonna attack him. Yeah, I'm sure he was. Yeah. yeah. So he's he probably was, freaking he, out. He, he probably had his finger on the trigger to, to retaliate. Yeah, no doubt. Because that's what's gonna happen is they're gonna retaliate. Yeah. He if was, we attack him first, they're gonna retaliate. Yeah. He was waiting for to hear the word like, "Yep, yeah, they uh, we got incoming." And if so. we and I I don't know if this is from the cold war or from now but like if we have missiles launched against us we already have like a plan to launch it against russia and china too because we assume that the only way that north korea would actually launch on us if they had the protection of russia or china wow so like it just it's like it's the nuclear devastation yeah and here's the thing like if we have stable leaders across the globe like we do now except for in the usa and north korea and possibly russia Russia's leader is stable, but well, he, he's a he is a criminal, <laughs> a terrible person. But he is stable in regards to nuclear terms. Yeah. Then we're fine. Like everyone should have as many nukes as they want, as long as they maintain them properly. But because no one's going to attack, no one can attack anybody because it's mutual assured destruction. You're going to blow up the world if you launch a nuke on somebody. Yeah, it's the conflict it's, is done. It, everyone's it's terrifying. Going to, this is a bit of a sidebar, but do you think it's a big deal that North Korea is going to the Olympics? The Winter Olympics in February? Like a big of a deal in what way? I think it's a big deal in a good way. Yeah. Like, I think it's a it's a really good mm-hmm. thing. I mean, <laughs> this is what I always I always say. Like, my my podcast is about talking to people that don't, you don't agree with necessarily. Yeah. And just trying to find a common ground with them. Like, South Korea is doing this because they are terrified of Donald Trump and how their relationships has been with North Korea because North Korea, I mean, their chances of attacking the United States is much less than their chances of like attacking Seoul, one of yeah. the biggest uh, cities in the world in retaliation to what the United States does. So if they, they need to be, they need to go on good grounds with each other. Yeah. What if this is like the thing that changes it? It's just, I hope they so. they bring they bring him into into the Olympics and Kim Jong Un comes out. He's like, "Damn, man, people are really nice. Right. Maybe I should not be a dick." <laughs> I mean, honestly, that's 
and this is just speculation, but that's probably all Kim Jong Un wants is to be part of a major player in the world and have his country taken seriously. Have you seen the Vice documentary when Shane Smith, the CEO, goes into North Korea? Mm-mm. Watch it on YouTube, dude. It's it's nuts. Like he goes into North Korea and they have everything set up for him. He's the only one staying in the hotel that they're at, besides the crew. Uh-huh. And they're like, you can't film here, and so they're like secretly filming all this stuff, and it's it's nuts they have everything planned out like all the citizens are like where they should be like when they're going out so like they go to these war memorials because they take them around and all these citizens are there like just standing around not really doing anything but just like are placed and but they make everybody like go through this thing of the korean war and show like what america did about that yeah, yeah so it's like they're telling people it's like this is what america did to us right you know but and 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 did america do that and that's the thing like just because they're saying that and they're like trying to teach everybody like america's evil they don't not everybody's gonna like be like oh shit dude fuck america like there's people who are trying to get out of north korea because right it fucking sucks they're like that dude who fuck did you see that video (laughs) the dude who's like in the he was driving away and he got chased down and was getting shot at and like it was an it's an it's a gnarly video like these south korean soldiers had to like crawl across because he like made it past the border and he like crashed his car or something and he got shot up and these dudes like had to crawl to him and pull him out and he's just like bleeding out he was a he was a uh, like a border guard or something for north korea and he was just like dude i can't do this anymore i have to get the fuck out (laughs) it's like fuck man it's in north korea's you got to watch the documentary it's crazy and there's another one where they go to siberia to these pretty much like concentration camps things where it's like i mean not that extreme but it's a it's straight labor camp like they're just chopping down wood and sending the money back to they think their families but it's going straight to the government like they just straight pull people they pull people out of north korea and send them to siberia and they still think they're in north korea but it's like no dude you're in Siberia, in the in the woods, you're like a hundred thousand miles away. Yeah, and they're just like, it's, oh, no, that's too many, sir. It's like these mini camps. They got all this North Korea propaganda around, and it's just weird. They're just chopping down trees. That's all they do, and they're there for like fifteen years. Really? Yeah. And it could be anybody. They just randomly pull somebody out of a out of their house and just be like, "You're, you got to go to work." See, the world is fucked up because. All these things that you're describing, all, and all the things you can think of in, like, the worst parts of the world, like, they don't have to be. That's what I, I, I was thinking about that one time. I'm like, damn, dude, what does it mean to be human? If you, like, look at all the negatives, it's like, am I really human? Because it looks like to be human, you have to be super shitty. <laughs> yeah, you do. Because, I mean, we're, we're, we're super shitty for, like, having the... Uh, benefits that we have right now yeah if being it's... able to talk into a microphone through something that stops our p's and our t's you know <laughs> doesn't make them pop and looking at a computer screen like this is all such privilege yeah it's but like what it, but also you have to also think about this in the fact of like what are like what can we realistically do like can we is it is it, is it reasonable to expect us to sacrifice ourselves and not take advantage of these oh. privileges we have. Yeah, dude, it's you got to do what's best for you first and foremost, I think. Mm-hmm. Cuz you can't help anybody else out without first helping yourself out. 
Like, if you're not well, you can't make other people well. Right. So. But, like, can't can't we, like, I don't know. I think the least we can do is vote well. Yeah. <laughs> you can do that. But, I don't know, man. Or it's a, it's a flawed system. So, like, what, what, I don't know. What, what, what do you think? What, like, humanity seems like it's all over the place yeah like, i that's what i don't know I, if it's good or bad i don't know if, and i'm sure it's always been like this oh my god yeah you look at we know about it now like people idolize being quote-unquote back-to-back world war champs like dude why why are we like making war out to be a great thing right and this is why i almost feel like uh, just give everybody a nuclear bomb no one can fuck with anybody unless you're crazy like Donald Trump and Kim Jong-un. Then that's where that argument falls apart. I'm reading this book by Tim O'Brien called The Things They Carry. And it's about, it's like a fictional Vietnam book, but it's based on like his experiences in Vietnam. And he was talking about like when he got drafted and he's just like, I'm fresh out of college. I'm 21. Like, I don't believe in this war. Like if you, if, if you believe in the war, you should have to go fight. And it's like, damn bro. Like just thinking about that, like back when you had to, you didn't have a choice and he like yeah i don't know if it was true that he tried running away but in the story he like was thinking about going to canada and it's like dude imagine if it was like that for us today like i wouldn't do it i, <laughs> I yeah i don't know i couldn't i couldn't do it i don't think i could there's Maybe. no way dude i would not be able to take another but life. also like <laughs> also i'm very obedient in in terms of authority you know i don't know if i like would have just done it though yeah like, i wouldn't like, have wanted would, to i'd be terrified yeah i know i me too and i would have i don't know what i would have done i would have i mean fight or flight right yeah maybe i would have flighted flighted (laughs) i'm sorry flew (laughs) but um (laughs) no but it's just it's just i don't know man like the whole idea of like yeah we just gotta go blow them up that'll take care of the problem well, yeah, I know that's not one, a realistic deal. Yeah, anymore. it's like one guy saying all this, but you take care. It's like the meme of the interview. You take care of that one guy. There's probably going to be more. But like, there's just so many lives at stake when it comes to your brilliant idea of just mm. blowing them up. Like, dude, <laughs> <laughs> the the people who think that way, it's like you're not really just thinking clearly there, bud. You got to uh, right. right, take so, account of human so life. We have, it looks like, about um, 10 minutes or five minutes left. Let me see exactly. Okay, we have, looks like, four minutes left. Um, so this is one of the things I want to talk about. Like, So opinions and people people have these opinions and these have these political views right yeah and where do they come from and how do you back them up so i'm i'm curious this because i know all this for me and myself but i don't know for everyone else so i'm wondering if you could explain like the things you believe in i'm not saying we disagree in them even the things that we agree with where why why do you believe that way why do you feel that way? What what information gets you to there? About well, what gets you off, really? <laughs> <laughs> what are we, what are we talking about? In, like just politics in general? Like what? Yeah, are we, like like, like like just the shit this guy's saying. I don't agree. Like you can't think. No, no, I'm talking like even take it back even farther than that. Like what makes you believe the way you believe? Like um, what gives you your your like because you, yeah. you 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 you. You would consider yourself a liberal, right? Yeah. 
Why? Yeah. Why? Well, I, I mean, I don't like putting the label on it, but I just like the views that the liberal liberal agenda identify with. It's like, yeah, I I just feel like everybody should be t- treated equally, just because I don't see myself as better than another person. Like I don't. Okay. Maybe it's just me. Like I don't think that highly of myself. Where it's like a person of color. It's like, oh yeah, I should get more than them or a woman like i i don't think i should be getting paid more just because i'm a Mm -hmm. man and i think most people would agree with you in that it it just doesn't make sense where it's like like it's such i want to call it primitive thinking even though it's fucking like maybe 50 years where it's like yeah women's gotta stay home and like men should make more like no man like it doesn't Shit, there's so many things that are, like, big deals that people aren't making big deals. That it's just, like, a meme now. The world's just a fucking meme. Right. And it's, <laughs> the world is a meme. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I've been... There's a lot of stuff that I haven't really been thinking about because I've just been thinking about other stuff. So I'm kind of, like, trying to think about all this right now. And I I know. I, I get you. It's a, it's a complicated, complicated situation. Like, what... It's, yeah, like I'm trying I always, to. I always try to figure out, like, okay, so. Because I'm friends with people that don't believe the same political beliefs that I have, or don't believe the same sports beliefs that I have, or yeah. entertainment beliefs that I have. You know, like, there's people like my brother that love Dave Matthews Band. And I think <laughs> Dave Matthews Band is trash. He's but, probably so hyped for that new album. There's people that love Donald Trump, and I think Donald Trump is trash. Well, I shouldn't say I think Donald Trump is trash. You know I it. know yeah. Donald Trump is trash. But so my real question comes from all this is like, why do we think this stuff? Like, what? So, 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 so this is my thing. Like, I base my beliefs on facts and like logical opinions. Yeah, I I think I get what you're saying because you could like easily just. We could easily just be Trump supporters and be like, it's logical to think that those countries are actually shitholes. Like, think about it. Right. You know what I... Like, if we were just, like, in mm. in the reverse roles, but, like... Yeah, no, we could think that without without the facts. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> you know, but, like, here's the thing. Like, I don't understand why people like that, with when presented with actual facts, yeah. still... Support that. Support that. Right. And I think it's just from them being stubborn, and yeah, it's it. And then that then that, that that opinion, like I just gotta throw that out because you're not supporting it with anything logical. Yeah. Do you know that Tommy Lawler, whatever her name is, Wait, Hor- Matt Lauer, Tom, Tommy Top, it's some blonde girl on Fox, and she's like a horrible person who's just like really racist. And was like, well, tweeted out, well, if they're not shithole countries, then why would you want to come here? Just saying it as it is. Stay, stay there. Like pretty much saying like. <laughs> and then Rudy Gobert, center for the Utah Jazz, a black man from France, said, tweeted at her. He's like, I came to the United. Have you ever heard of a dream? Like I came to the United States to chase my dream. Are you calling France a shithole? It's not. Get with it. You racist fucks. Well, this has been the Split Six <laughs> Podcast. The podcast where we split a six-pack and talk about three different topics each over the course of one beer. I've had a great time with you tonight, Brian. Happy to be back with you, Nick. Happy to be here. Where can we find you on the internet? You can go uh, at sirnison.com 
Or at Sir Nison on Twitter, BrianNison.com, Sir Nison on Instagram, Brian Nison on Snapchat if you want to snap me. What other? You can Venmo me stuff. Yeah, Venmo, <laughs> Venmo him everything, everyone. <laughs> this has been the Split Six Podcast. So we split six back about three different topics over the course of one beer. <laughs> Remember um, to follow me at Nwagella on Twitter and at Nwagella on Instagram and at Split Six something on Twitter. <laughs> I don't know, Brian. We gotta, we gotta shout to Keith about the that. beat. <laughs> Shout out to Keith Demick, everybody. Remember, uh, thank you for... Oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> I, I have a catchphrase, and I got it right here. All right, so it is more important for you to listen to somebody and understand them than it is for them to listen to you and understand you. Listen, relate, and thank you for splitting six with us. Good night, everybody.